Welcome to Hot Chocolate Convos Podcast, where societal woes are tackled through the sip. We're raw, unfiltered, and totally candid. Now, here are your hosts, Kimberly, Shaliza, and Unique. And we are back. Yeah, Episode four. Hey. Ooh, 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 four, four, four. What's up, ladies? Hey, girl. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, listeners. Hey. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. I'm so excited y'all tuning in to us. We're excited. Can you guys tell? <laughs> <laughs> We're super Give me excited. what was that? <laughs> <laughs> What are we laughing? You're excited. You just did. <laughs> I don't even know what we're laughing right now. <laughs> you, you were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, everybody. So. Okay. So what's up? What's up? What you guys been up to? What do you guys been up to this past weekend? Weekend. Not oh I went God. to this cute little party. Well, it wasn't little, but. I went to a really nice party this weekend. Um, it was Afro Caribbean, and it was Ooh. yeah, it was nice. So this was Howard Homecoming, right? So was this like a Howard? Oh my thing? God! I will miss another one. I will not miss another one. You okay, will not ahead. because yes. So no, this <laughs> wasn't Howard Home. This was well. There were there were a lot of like you know college How do you live kids. Live up there, but... not even go to that. Like, girl, what are you talking about? No, you went Howard. Girl, I I'll don't be there go on to my homecoming eyelashes. celebrations. Yes. So wait, but you guys if were I have supposed to go to, to homecoming. It's gonna right, be my Kim? alma mater for grad school, Florida A and M. Because it's another. It's it's just it's a the homecoming. Experience. Yeah. yeah. People that never went especially, to HBCU. I, I was gonna say, especially like an HBCU homecoming. I mean, there mm-hmm. were Howard students there, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. There's parties. Okay, well, I attended. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we attended over here, went to the yard fest. I didn't get to do anything on that Friday, only because it was really rainy and cold. It was about 46 mm-hmm. degrees Friday. Wow. You were excited about the 60 degree weather. It was 48 degrees on Friday. So I did not go anywhere but inside and had a bunch of wings on Friday. But oh, we wow. did do the whole yard fest and everything. It was still a little rainy. It was cold. But when I say it was packed out there, just fineness everywhere. Wow. It was it was really like a big scene to see. It was a place to be. It was so much love. It was so much fun. And then on top of that, we went out to U Street. Every restaurant we tried to go in, the lines were out the door. Wow. Everybody was partying in the lines, partying at their tables. It was just a really good time. So yeah, did I, you go to Jenny's? You know, <laughs> you know I went to Jenny's. <laughs> oh wow, that's really? one thing. Oh wait, Shalisa, what time does what time does Jenny's close? Jenny's close at midnight. Dang. Okay. Oh wow. Because I really wanted yes. to go after the club, but I was like, eh, it's probably close. they were probably they were closed. You should go before the club, but you're probably ready to go to bed before, mm-hmm. by the time you're done with that. But yes, they close at midnight. Um, I did get to go. I took a friend with me and met some friends up at Jenny's because Jenny's is the spot to go to. <laughs> so they were coming from one bar and we came from another bar and met up at Jenny's. 
So, yes, mm. it was just it was an eventful weekend, especially after being at home for two weeks. Yeah, D.C. was mm. packed, like packed. It was ridiculously mm-hmm. packed. It was well, packed. I will be there next year. Me, can you believe I did nothing this weekend? <gasps> I was so happy, Shalisa. No. No. I was no. so happy. No. I was so that excited. an event in itself. The fact that I did absolutely nothing. Like, Kimmy was like, you're not doing anything? I'm like, no. She's like, what? <laughs> so I literally made, I intentionally stayed in my bed all day. Saturday, Sunday, like I was taking naps. I was just, I just needed a refresh. Like, oh, it was Honey, so good. I'm so proud of you. Uh, I know. I'm so proud of me too. <laughs> I was so excited the entire weekend. I was like, yeah. The only yeah. thing she did was go to church. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. And I kind of, that, that's a twist because I went to church and church got canceled. Oh, yeah. And my friend had an event. So it, I wouldn't even count it as an event because I literally showed my face, got cake in that. So I. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> well, at least you got the good stuff. My girl. <laughs> you know why I'm here. Right? <laughs> what do you want from me? I showed my face. Okay. What else? Yeah. They cannot say, oh, we didn't see you. You weren't there. You weren't around. No. Right. You saw me but because I-, I talked to you as I was cutting my cake. So you saw me there. Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Cool. All right, guys. <sighs> so this episode is entitled Tackling Anxiety and Depression. Mm-hmm. We are going to get deep. We're going to get personal. We are going to let it all out. I'm just kidding. But no. (laughs) This episode is super, super duper important because in the minority community, Mm -hmm. anxiety and depression is barely even touched upon, especially in households. It's crazy. And there's this huge stigma that society creates, especially in, you know, in our, because we're minorities. There's this big nut that, you know, we need to pray about it. And it's not important. No, we don't talk about our feelings. Yeah. We'll get over it. So, Especially if you live, like, in the it. islands, too. Like, Let me honey. tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Woo! <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even so much um, the South as well. With mm-hmm. the South, oh, it, the South, it's, oh, you're going to church. Ain't nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. You need to pray. You better pray about it. Even if it's a bill, you better pray about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nothing's wrong. I don't. Nothing's wrong with prayer, but you know, God put people on earth For to me. help yeah. you deal with stuff like that. So you know, yeah. So we will get into it. And the National Alliance of Mental Illness states that millennials are the most anxious generations. So anxious all entails um, most likely to be depressed, have panic attacks, stress, and just overall anxiety. I mean, have you guys ever felt like you were going through somewhat of a quarter life crisis almost? Um, all yeah. The time. Um, yeah. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Uh, I want to. I want to say though, for a lot of people, I know for myself included, it usually comes right be like for me. My birthday is right after the holidays, so it's right, right during the holidays, going into the new year. Like bringing that new year, you're kind of like, okay, I'm still where I was last year. I'm. I'm trying. I'm. I want to do something different from what I was doing last year. It comes. It becomes so like I'm supposed to be doing something else that it just takes its toll on you. Hmm. 
Um, for me, um, I, th- I, I think I'm going through a crisis, but it's not really the mid-sized crisis, the midlife crisis that I thought I had. So about like two years ago, like everything was going right. But I think we create this um, thing in our head that we need to be somewhere like and, and forget mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Forget all the greatness that we have going on in our lives. And I remember my friend saying like, hey, you're OK or you're doing the, th- the right thing. But in my head, I was just like, I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. And it was just crazy. Like, I really was just panicking all the time, had anxiety up my booty. Like, for things that I look back now, it's like, man, you know, yeah. if it, you know, it was just really in my head, really. Agreed. Um, for sure, at least for me, I want to say when it really, like, hit me was after I graduated undergrad, I felt so, like, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Everyone else is like over there and I'm just here. And what? Like, why? So that was, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it comes and goes, honestly, because you just never feel like you're doing enough. And that's one thing about millennials in, in general. We just never feel like we're doing enough. We always feel like, oh, this person's all the way over there. Like, why are we still there? Like, you know, we were there last year, like Shalisa said. Yeah, but I kind of feel, do you, do you all think that it's because we're in that generation where it's put in our head that we're supposed to be this and we're, we have to do this and those <laughs> standards are really high for us because yeah. we're supposed to go out there and get it? Uh, yeah. It was a generation where the parents are like, at 18, you need to go, 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 to, you need to, go yeah. to college, you better get a job or yeah. you better go in the military or you can't stay here type of thing. Yeah, it, yeah, like. I mean, yeah, like you said, it definitely just, I, I feel like it definitely depends on, you know, who you're surrounded by, like, mm-hmm. per se, your parents. Um, I know my parents, they've always expected everything from me. Right? And <laughs> so they've like, always you, you have me to, to meet that. Yeah, yeah. They've always supported anything that I wanted to do, but they've mm-hmm. always just always pushed me, you know, do this, mm-hmm. do that, and just be your best, the best version of you, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, I feel like it certainly depends upon that. Mm-hmm. And I also, I'm going to transition in the second point about social media. I think social media provides a huge pressure on people. Like, for me, I hate going on LinkedIn, honestly, because I see all the people I graduated with and they're in these leadership roles. And I'm just like, oh, 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 oh my gosh, she just got promoted to director of something. I'm just like, yeah, I was smarter than this girl. What happened? Why? I'm not hating, but I'm just like, girl, I helped you on your projects. Like, I'm the director of something, like you know. (laughs) For me, honestly, I was at that point with social media, but I will say that my whole like quarter life, midlife crisis was was this year, in the beginning of this year. So for me, you know, it took me to go all the way to Georgia and have a horrible time in Georgia to figure out it's not everybody else. It was me. Mm-hmm. I was the issue and it was all in my head and what I was trying to push myself to do. And I'm like, girl, you have all this, you've done all this. Like, how are you, how do you yeah. think that you're not anywhere? How do you think that you, you're, you're still back where you were when you got this, you got that. You don't have yeah. to worry about this. And it took me to get off of social media for 22 days. I, I did a emotional, um, kind of like an emotional cleanse. Mm-hmm. Emotion, including social media, you know, getting off my phone by a certain time, not being on certain sites, not 
Because me, I'm a comment queen. I'm going to the comments. I want to read stuff. I need to see yes. what's in the comments. And the comments on social media will have you in such a crazy set Girl, amount and a crazy yeah. thought because of Girl. all the shit that is going on right now to the point that I would be so sad that you would come home so depressed after being on the train because I'm looking in the comments at sad stuff that's going on. Looking through, you know, looking through on Facebook when it, it seems like everybody posts the worst on Facebook. Exactly. Nobody's posting anything positive. I'm the type, like, on Facebook, my point on Facebook is to be the positive person, to make people happy and smile. So I'm going to ask questions like, what's the best thing that happened to you guys today? I want to know. Like, I want to interact because before that, I too was that person, like, just posting crazy stuff because it was out there on social media. So that's what I thought I was supposed to post. Yeah. To be the barrier of bad news. And that's what I say. Facebook used to be the barrier of bad news. Yeah. Girl, I got out of that Facebook thing. Girl, almost 10 years ago. I was like, what? First of all, that junk was, it literally kept me back. When I started college, when I joined Facebook, Mm -hmm. that junk kept me back because I was continuously on Facebook. Ooh, look at this, look at this. Ooh, Mm -hmm. how many people um, commented on my picture? Ooh, let me go see. Ooh, what is this person up to? That's your man? You guys are going through problems? Let me see. <laughs> like, uh-uh. No. A lot of it now on social media, they have it to where you can block out a lot of stuff. You you yes. don't have to see certain stuff. You can you can actually put words into filters so that you don't even see it. It doesn't even come up. And I think that's what helped me out a lot because I got to unfollow people. When you follow people with better mindsets, when you follow better groups. I follow so many black love, black women pages just mm-hmm. to put more things on my timeline on top of the bull crap other stuff mm-hmm. that I follow and the people that put me in these crazy groups. So, you know, I I too Facebook. Yeah. How many likes I and got? Not, <laughs> let's transfer to not, and not even like Instagram too, I think plays a big part. I think Instagram people post their best selves and their best lives. I I got a comment yesterday from this guy. He DM'd me. He's like, you know, can I ask you a question? I'm just yeah, like go ahead. And he was just like how you know, how can I get involved as you? Like, you seem like you're living your best life. And I just really want to get involved. And I really just want to, you know, just to see how, you know, are you happy in the places that you're being? Like, how did you get to this place? And I'm like, sir, sir, <laughs> if you really know what's going on. <laughs> if only you knew. If you only knew. And I was like, I was very transparent. I was like, you know, if only you knew, like, literally don't use these pictures. Um to really judge my life i said you know he was like you look like you enjoy your job and i was like there are fat there are aspects in my job that i enjoy but uh, this is my last year teaching i can officially make the announcement <laughs> this is my <laughs> yeah i can't like you know people look at your best self and people don't post horrible stuff about mm-hmm. themselves on social media they're mm-hmm. gonna post their best selves and i sure as heck post my best self you will never know that I'm stumbling. And you that's never the thing, though, with people, so. especially on social media. That's the thing. Like, people try to be impressionists a lot on mm-hmm. social media. They try to, mm-hmm. like, for you, you genuinely, unique. you're not looking to do that or make people feel like, oh, you, mm-hmm. you're all. But people do that. Like, they will literally post this and that. Oh, I have this and Just that. Just to get responses. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know this person you mm-hmm. you're not okay you are not okay you're not doing right. well i just saw you the other day like you don't live in this big old house you don't drive this ferrari what you, are you owe doing? me 20 dollars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing 
And it's oh, so God. sad. I can yes. never forget this girl that I worked with on Instagram. She was, so she's very Instagram savvy. And this one time she made a comment. She was like, if I don't get at least a hundred likes on Instagram on my picture, I delete the picture. I was like, what? I was like, Ash, you're Those joking. are the people that I laugh at. I'm she's sure she like, likes yeah, posts as I well. delete the picture if I don't get at least a hundred likes. I'm like, what? oh my gosh, is this what social media is doing to you guys? Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I'm on social media, but I'm not savvy. I guess I'm Twitter savvy, but that's about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do the whole share my life. I just, I don't. I, I'm very private. Mm-hmm. So I'm, when Got people it. say stuff I like that, like- I just look like, wow, like. Dang. There's there's nothing wrong with being private. I think people get it confused with privacy and secrecy. When mm-hmm. you want to be private, but some people want to want to keep things a secret. They'll tell you some parts of it, but they want to keep things a secret. And my thing is, you can't put half of your business on social media, or well, no, all of your business on social media, and expect people not to want to know what's going on. That yeah. is true. That's why when people do that thing about oh um. You know, people try to mind my business. I'm like, you put that out there. Look, you put about you and your man out there. So, of course, people right. are going to want to inquire. Don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> like, that thing blows me. It blows oh, my mind. Because people yes. always tell yeah. me, oh, what are you up to? Like, we don't ever see pictures. I'm like, no, it's okay. You don't need I to. I have group messages with my friends, with my family. They know what I'm up to. Mm-hmm. They know about my life. I don't care for yeah. you to know about that. If You're that's not that what rocks your boat, go ahead. But don't be right. a And it's crazy. These are the things that people think about and see that really cre- creates it, the, the anxiety and the depression. Like, all these things go through people's heads. Mm-hmm. So my advice for this war, but, you know, I do feel like social media plays a part. But also, always remember that people are going to show their best selves, you know, always. Always. On the good things. You know, all the time. Yeah, all don't time. ever, don't yeah. believe the hype, honey. Do not mm-hmm. believe the hype. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. not believe the hype. And that, I agree, that does cause, like, major depression, especially on millennials. Because I, I know people that are going through it, and I, ugh, it's just, well, it's well. Okay. So how so, do we get over this? Like, what is the advice that we give these people? Me, I, I, y- y'all know, oh. Y'all know, y'all know, I'm, I, I'm a huge advocate for therapy, y'all. I love <laughs> therapy. Let me tell y'all, the best thing I could do in this year for myself is invest in a therapist. Yes. And let me tell y'all, I was at a low point, like to the point where, and I can share, like I sometimes felt suicidal and that's how stressful I was. I was so stressed and I invested in therapy. There is nothing like getting your mind back to where it needs to be. I think people, when you're sick, you go to the doctor. When you need food, you get food. But when you're mentally sick, you don't want to pay. My, 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 my doctor is expensive, but I, I, I think my health is worth it. It's, it's worth it. It's how so often worth do you it. Go on, how often do you go to therapy, Anik? Um, I don't go as much anymore, but I, at some points I was going every other week, every week, like, and it was no problem to me because yeah. I would look yeah. forward to going to my therapist because she really helped me through those low points, you know, really, really, really through those four points. Another great thing that I see, uh, you know, our fellow podcast listeners, I go therapy for therapy for black girls. Mm-hmm. Really, that was really good. Have you guys ever listened to that? Yes. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. 
I follow her on Facebook as well. And I'm just like, lady, if you don't preach, like, if you don't. And it's like every, it's like every episode. I'm like, wait, that was for me. Is that a podcast? (laughs) It is. Oh. I need to check it out. It's really good. Also, um, there's actually a isn't there? There's a website therapy for Black girls. I don't know. There's a website, and um, you can actually go to the website, and it'll show you all of the Black therapies in your location near you. You can put your location in; it'll show you each. And I've looked it up, and most of them are actually in like a really good location. And they can even if I don't want to go here and I want to closer to the job, there are ones they can show me at the job. They'll give the the name of the doctor. Sometimes they have a picture of her. She there's always some fly black lady, some fly black woman in a suit, mm-hmm. and a bio of you know who the doctor is or who the therapist is, you know, and what they specialize in and everything like that. And I think that's so dope. That it remind mm-hmm. it, it, it reminded me of that when you said about the podcast because that's how I found out about the website. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but unique like you. I mean, I want to spend some time on how important therapy is because mm-hmm. I really do feel like it's so frowned upon. It's just it's absurd. Like it's a stigma. It's just it's a, a stigma. stigma. People feel like, oh, yeah. you're crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Are you mental? Like, why do you need to go to therapy? No, everyone needs mm-hmm. therapy. You don't need mm-hmm. to be all down and depressed and going depressed through Depressed to say, yeah. You just need to and talk to someone. You need professional advice. Like, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Sometimes, we go things yeah. Go sometimes the, friend, the friends yeah. can't help you. Friends the friend, friends don't have that medical knowledge and everything like that. And me, I'm a psychology major. So when I started going through stuff and when I started school, like taking the real classes, I immediately stopped going to my friends for stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was like there was it was they gave good advice, but it wasn't advice that I needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. good advice that was going to help me and lead me in that direction, you know. And then I can always talk to my mom, but my mom is going to give that mom mm-hmm. direction. Yeah, she's not going to give that that medical direction, that knowledge direction that, that I need. That transparent, yes, yes. open that and honest, it just lays it all out on the table. Like my mom, my mom lays it on the table, but not like a therapist would. Not like mm-hmm. I needed to be and translated in the form that I needed to be transformed into. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. like th- therapy, even if it's for thirty minutes. I yeah. did it for, I want to say I did it when I was in the military. I've been to therapy in the military and also after the military. In the military, it was one once a week and on a Thursday for an hour. And in the beginning, of course, you know, in the beginning, you're like, so tell me about you. Like, I, I immediately, I didn't know her and it, was, it wasn't mm-hmm. a black lady. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know this lady. Yeah. Like, exactly. it, it's kind of like you, you have to, like, pull your guard up. And I, I say this yeah. because I know a lot of even it regardless of who you are what color you are people go up if they don't you don't know that person you automatically are going to have that guard up when you when you mm-hmm. meet the therapist but i say let it down why yeah, yeah. you went down. there for a purpose like you yeah. went there to get that help you went there to seek it why not open up to them and just have that mm-hmm. confidence in them in that room that's all that's all you have you pay for it yeah <laughs> why, don't waste wanna- any moment and yeah. one of the things that jobs are investing in that now, like a lot of they I don't are, mind yes. which is good. Therapy. Yes, I, I just love mine. I just love my therapy. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't accept my insurance, but there's so many jobs that, like, even with my job, like they have a specific department that had that. Oh, like if you need any regards to any help, and that if you're going through anything, you could call that hotline. So I would definitely recommend to see if your job has anything like that to help you. And then your insurance pays for um, your, 
for therapy. Most insurance plans pay for therapy now. So definitely I would look into that as well. Yeah. And even if you, you're not a, you don't have insurance or, you know, your job doesn't or whatever, there are, you know, group therapy groups out there. Mm-hmm. Just, just Google. It, it's a simple Google search. And for mm-hmm. the people who are super skeptical about therapists, because I have to be honest, I used to be one that was like, no, therapy does not work. Uh-uh. Because I had, you know, mm-hmm. I had this really nasty experience with this lady. And yeah. I went to her one time and I was like, what? This is therapy? And she that's, just that's sat another there and thing. asked me, so what do you think? Why do you think you did that? What do you think you should do? She was a counselor. Yeah, she was and after counselor. that, I was like, no. I'm not going back to mm-hmm. that thing. No. Yeah. And I was going to say that don't mistake a therapist for your high school counselor. Mm-hmm. A high school counselor. When you went to a high school counselor, you know that was somebody that they. She just had to be there. She she just you know but that was her job. The therapists, they're actual doctors. The one that I was, right. she was a doctor, and like yeah. I was like, no. So do you, Danique? Do you feel like it takes? Um, sometimes it takes going to more than one therapist to find yeah, your just therapist. like any doctor. Yes. You know, you go to a specific doctor. You don't like it. I'm quick. Like I'm quick to change the OBGYN if I don't like the person. Absolutely, so I'll change. Like, I'll change the primary care. <laughs> just like nope. you have to try them out. Like you have to try them out, and just do some research. Like we are living in 2018, mm-hmm. where people are reviewed, where people have social media pages, Yelp, all of that. So go ahead, go on and do some research, and you'll find out if this person is right for you. Yeah. If anyone ever tells you that you don't need therapy or you don't need someone professional to talk to, delete them. You and don't yes, need that type of negativity in your life. Wrong. Nothing has to be wrong. Like, let me tell you, I love my therapist so much that I would just sit and talk to her. Like, she'd be like, she'd just be drawing stuff out of me. I'm just like, huh? Oh. oh. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> You're so oh. right. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's good. Actually, you know what, you guys? I saw on um, on Facebook, because I follow a lot of mental wellness pages and groups and stuff, um, they had a 20-day mental wellness challenge. And I think that it was so good because it's kind of like what I did, but it was just one thing a day. I did numerous things a day, and it was some of it was hard. So I'm going to post this on our Instagram because I think yes. it's good. And I'm going to... I'll start the day one when we do start and we can kind of follow along. And I think that'll be cool just to do because the first one says to go to bed earlier than usual, one hour earlier than usual. Mm. The second one says journal 10 things that you're grateful for. Take a walk outside, call someone you love, declutter your desk or your room. And I think these are great just like to go through and to get through. Mm -hmm. People don't even realize sometimes that uh, just decluttering your life or your desk can really make a little bit of difference. difference. Yes, yeah. it can make sense. It can make sense of some things. Me yeah. moving around and doing stuff just clears my head to where I'm like, okay, wow. Had I not done that and stopped to think, I wouldn't have gotten to this point. Yeah. You know, one thing that I've started this year as well, on for YouTube, they have those five-minute guided meditations. Mm. Oh, my gosh, y'all. How so are they? Literally, when like, life is killing me, overwhelming, and I feel like I'm about to snap, I'm like literally pull out my headphones, go on YouTube real quick and just de-stress. Like, really? You have to focus, though. Like, you have to shut all of what's going on Mm -hmm. in your mind off. And just five minutes, literally five minutes out of your day to just grab yourself back. Just grasp 
everything that's going back on. Like, so that's something that I would just say. YouTube, yeah. five-minute guided meditations, those help a lot. I would definitely also recommend, like, aromatherapy. Just mm. that really helps to just just center you. Just sit there mm-hmm. and whether it's, like, lemongrass or maybe spearmint or something, that really helps to center your mind and just purify everything. So I would definitely mm-hmm. say that. And, of course, pray to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. Ask him for guidance. Ask him for strength, for help to just get you through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the first person you should turn to in addition to, you know, therapy and journaling mm-hmm. and so forth. So... Yeah. Agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed. So what gives you, what gives you anxiety? What give what makes you anxious? I want to say change. I yeah. hate change so bad. <laughs> it can be the color of my pen. I hate <laughs> hate change. And change makes me anxious. It always mm-hmm. just it always makes me anxious whether any the slightest little thing that that changes in my life it makes me anxious and that's something that i'm continuously working on because it sucks ass it sucks ass Mm -hmm. because we're humans we're gonna constantly face changes whether it be in your job and your personal life or so forth and that's something that i need to be able to learn how to deal with absolutely change Mm -hmm. what do you what is your what do you think what what is what what sucks. What makes me anxious? Um, for me, more so just that um I don't do like really, really big crowds. Really? Really big crowds like that. So to me, only because being in the military, going to basic training, you just you go through a lot of mental things. So for me, a lot of my anxiety is mental. A lot of my anxiety is me in my own head. Mm-hmm. It's not so much stuff around me. My anxiety sometimes can be just me. Mm. So for me, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's just that anxiety. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, maybe so anxiety because turning 30 gives me anxiety. I'm going oh, to be 30 Lord. in April. <laughs> I'm going to be 30 in April. So that. Don't worry. You look like so, you look good, girl. It's fine. Thank you. They said the best life comes after 30. So. I hear that all the time. And you know what? I think the, the older I get, the happier I am with my life and how I'm moving and what I'm expecting out of life. So mm-hmm. that may be true. I'm ready for 30. I don't know what I'm yes. going to do to celebrate, yes. but I'm ready. I did hear that. I did hear like the 20s are like you're figuring out stage mm-hmm. in your life. And like after the 30s, things kind of, you know yourself better, you know, mm-hmm. and so forth. Oh. Mm-hmm. What about you, Yuni? I, when I can't control things, um, I am the master control of my life. Like I like to have everything the way I wanted to have it. Like a little bit mm-hmm. early. And <laughs> I think this year has been the greatest lesson. Cause I had to sit and humble myself and just say, God, this is yours. Like just take it. But I literally like to control every aspect of my life when it comes to my finances, when it comes to my job, like everything. But God, as I said this year, <laughs> like jokes on me this year. So that's one thing that that's what gives me anxiety. But now I've really gotten to the point where I'm able to say, hey, I'm not going to let anxiety control me anymore. And I'm just going to be open to not knowing what the resolution is going to be. So, yeah. 
Really? So you kind of just let go? Yeah. Oh, wow. I like that. Teach me your ways. <laughs> so I, I love that. Program long, I did this program two years ago, and this is what helped me. I tell, I swear by it, guys. When I tell you I was crazy anal, I'm an Aries, so mm. like y'all yeah. know how we overthink everything. We, That's mm-hmm. how I was. That's yep. why I said and me. I did, <laughs> I did a program called Landmark Forum um, two years ago, and it changed my life. Like, literally, it is a forum basically... It's more mental than anything. I don't have to explain. It's it's like a conference kind of like, and it just breaks down how you think and how you know how you allow minor things to affect you. It's it's hard to explain, but you have to go through it. And it's three whole days, y'all. Like it's literally from nine a.m. to um like ten p.m. So it's long, but it's three whole days. And at the end of it, you're like, oh, so I'm. it's important when it really isn't. It's just really it. Like when, you know, one of the things that I learned is like whatever is in your mind isn't real. Like a lot of times we think what's in our mind or what we think is real. It's really not. Like It's, it's not at all. Mind. It's in our and, mind. Like right. And I was going to say, and as soon as you put that thought in your mind, you're speaking that into life. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why it's there because you put it there. Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize, realize that because it's like the, the power is in the tongue. Exactly. You have to speak life and take away stuff that needs to be taken away from it. Mm-hmm. I love that. But we did get responses for um, what gives anxiety to people. And I'm okay. going to read a few from our Instagram. So I want to thank everybody from for just responding or even going on the, you know, under the pictures on Facebook or Instagram to res- just to respond. So we do have some people. One was being being surrounded by too many people. Mm. yeah that that one to me i'm like yeah well yeah girl <laughs> um another one was my job oh the yeah. thought the thought of get, getting into another relationship again oh yeah i can relate i can i can, relate, I can relate i get it um visual phone notifications and cluttered emails and inboxes <laughs> oh god <laughs> well oh, let me god. tell you at the moment, I have 52 unread inbox messages. And I so, hate that. She so annoys what? me. What, like for, your, what, for what? What are we talking for your about? Text, like, text messages? Oh, text I just want to. Yeah. Oh. Text messages? Mm-hmm. I have about, let me look at my. <laughs> oh, my I God. I have 42. Yes. I have 42. And I have. We gonna be we have forty and have one hundred and forty four whatever voicemails or whatever those are. Thank you. I <laughs> Thank hate you very when much. People Thank have, like, you. You don't have to check them. If I don't want to read it, I'm not gonna read oh, it. I'm sorry. Exactly. If you don't want to like, if you don't like it, don't look at it. Mm-hmm. This one time, Shalisa sent me a screen message, and then her inbox showed like sixty something. I was like, why? Read your damn messages. If it's, especially if it's in a group chat that I don't want to be in, I'm just going to, I'm going to purposely do not disturb y'all t- so that y'all don't disturb me and I don't disturb y'all conversation and go on about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. We, we, what else? Um, there were some people, there were actually people that even though I posted it on the story, you guys still came back like some real G's and responded under the actual post. Um, so some people are just, the unknown gives them anxiety. Finances give them anxiety. The weight mm-hmm. of success and fear of failure 
all at once. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that that's heavy to me because I'm like, wait, all yeah. of that at one time? Mm-hmm. I don't want to imagine. Just don't that. worry about it. I think one of the things that I, I, I those. That's one thing I do for Instagram is like, I love the positivity that some of the pages give. Like, there is no way that you can know what your future is like, y'all. Like, if you get that in your head that there's no way that you're going to know what next year is going to look like for you. Like, just enjoy the ride and just focus on enjoying the ride, I think, really helps that. Like, we're just so anal. We want to know, God, what is our next year going to look like? Oh, my God, we're going to get married. Yes. That is so much easier said than done. It is like, not, but, it oh. is, but that's what I'm saying. Like, literally, hey, it's like, if it's just like if you have $5 in your pocket and you $5, you spend the $5. It's gone. Like, you can't, you're not going to sit and ponder, oh, my God, where is this $5 going to go? You if can't cry with spoiled milk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not worried about the $5. It's gone. So just take everything in stride. Set yourself up for success and just live your best life. Like, and have your best life. Cool. Yes. What else do we Um, have? and just two more. Thinking about paying all these bills. Which <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the first again, and I'm sick of it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, over I don't have it. you, ma'am. I, I don't. Had to call Sally May the other day. I was like, sis, I don't have it, honey. Like, what you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is poor food slash eating mannerisms. What but for me, mean? for me, I'm kind of like you know if I'm enjoying it, what I'm enjoying it, and we just gonna go I from there. I mean, that one can go both ways. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Listen, well, and Shalisa me- knows this. The other day. I was munching on some chicken bones. When I tell you munching on them damn chicken bones, because they were Mm -hmm. good. Everyone that knows me knows. I am from the country of Dominica. Right. And it is very, very prevalent for us to eat our chicken bones. Yeah, the chicken bones. So I will eat my chicken bones until the last crunch of it. I will crunch it. I will suck it. I will spit it, chew it, whatever you want to call it. So I don't know what, what I don't understand what I honestly don't understand what that means. Does that mean mm-hmm. like you know when you eat with your both hands? I don't know. Well, that, I can think that person ways. has a personal problem. Yeah, um, <laughs> that does sound but like you a know, personal because problem. You can't help how people. You can't help how people eat. Like you can shut your eyes. You cannot <laughs> if you're saying when you have poor eating mannerisms, how you feel. But you can't. You can't how you were raised, where you're from. Eat. That that's insane. So, anyways, if that gets that's you like anxiety, I like I said, if I'm feeling therapy. it and I like it, I'm gonna smack. I may dance. I may sing. Get on board or mind your business, right? <laughs> if it gets you anxiety when someone else does something like eat, then I'm sorry. According to my friend Unique, you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. And I be meaning it when I say it. Like, um, it's nothing to be offensive. Like, you really just need therapy. Like, yeah, well, do. Really- no, it's just the <laughs> truth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so hold on. Every time someone has a little boy, I'm afraid for what my daughters have to deal with. Ooh. And the last part says dead ass. So they were serious. Mm. <laughs> That's deep. It is because my thing is I. 
it would give me anxiety too. And that's why I don't have kids just thinking about growing up and raising a young black chocolate baby boy or girl. Mm-hmm. That's scary. It In is. Trump's America, Absolutely. that's scary. Mm. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. I think, you know, raising a child doesn't come with a manual, um, mm-hmm. but it does, you know, you are equipped. God has equipped you with everything that you need, you know, and if he blesses you with a child, He's given you the the tools that you need to raise that child. If you were brought up right, you have those skills, you have those Mm -hmm. mannerisms, you have all of those things that your parents taught you. So really just, you know, raise your child in a way that you know the right way and also give, you know, remind them of God, you know, and, you know, because when the closer they are to God, the better things will be in their lives. That's all I could really, really say. And if you instill Um, it into them when they're younger... It will always be there. Yeah. Trust and believe. But it is very hard because this world is just, technology is constantly changing. And like I told you guys the last episode, when I saw the things that my family member was doing on Instagram, and she was (laughs) barely like 17, I mean, yeah, you just, oh my gosh. We're not moms, but. (laughs) these are our opinions yeah these are just our opinions disclaimer the opinions shared on this podcast is totally ours we are not professionals definitely not professionals yeah we can just tell you from our experience but we know what we feel what we think and we love you for listening but we can tell you where to go to get professional help Mm -hmm. we can so one of the things, so the other day I was randomly just Googling something and I was like, Siri, something. And she was like, if you need help with this, this and that, call the line. I was like, oh, and it wasn't even a question, but I thought that was just so amazing that you literally, if you have an iPhone, sorry, Android users, I don't know if Google has that. Um, Maybe, just Google it. Siri. <laughs> You should just say, Siri, um, I need help, mental help. Like, you, yeah. there's a national line that you can call, and she even offers to call it for you. Yep. And all you have to do is say yes. Like, yep. you so, can You um, can say words such as what I said earlier, um, suicidal thoughts. Yeah, suicidal and thoughts. And she pulled it up. So help, like, all of that. She will take care of you. So what's the number? Did she provide I, a number? No, no, no. Yeah. Siri just dials it for you. You just have to press yes oh. or no. Mm-hmm. Boop. Wow. gotcha girl in the dmv there are quite a few but um they do have a suicide and, and crisis hotline in the dc area and it's just a simple number is 1-800-SUICIDE or 1-800-273-TALK-8255 nice. and if you're in the maryland era the area there's also a center for mental health it is 410-571-0888. They will answer mm-hmm. you. They will talk to you. They will help you. Please reach out. You got Absolutely. It. So, y'all. All right. What's let's get sip? to what's the sip. What's the sip? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on. What's the sip? <laughs> What's the sip? What's the sip? We're talking about mental health. So, (laughs) (laughs) I believe this girl needs therapy, like, honest to God. But I don't know if it, like, she needs therapy because she has, there's something wrong. 
yeah, she needs therapy. Let me say she needs therapy because there's something definitely wrong with her. This girl, Treasure, went on Dr. Phil saying that she does not identify as black, but she's black as a black. She got the biggest black gap in the world. Blackly, blackly, black. She was saying black. that her black. hair is naturally straight when she always she got firm. <laughs> there is something wrong with her. Saying that black people are ghetto and she does not affiliate with that. But I really just feel like it's sad because I really don't feel like she believes that. I think she's doing it for attention. Um, this world has created this, this thing that, you know, when you do something oddly crazy, you get fame. And whatever fame it is, fame comes with money. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. I got an article today. I was reading an article today and it was the, the older sister was saying that, hey, you know, she's just doing this for fame and her mom is all in on it and they really wanted the trip and it was just so sad to are me you because, serious yeah cloud yeah. wasn't that her sister it's fine the older sister the older sister that's 25 was just yep. like hey you know this is not really how they feel they're just really doing it for a show and i'm just like it's so sad like so sad that people are doing it but social media aids in it so you know there might be little girls and little boys that see things like this and then be like, oh, maybe I don't want to be bad. Maybe I, I can't be transracial, like she said. But they it's definitely a are. And she sounds like she's going through an identity crisis, too. What is no, she's not going you? through no identity crisis. She's not. So much. See, that's what I'm saying. Like That's why I appreciate my, my Caribbean parents because they would slap the same I know! <laughs> but her mom, was, her mom was in on it. Her mom is just trying to get some money, too. So wait, they were yes. all lying? That's, that's what her sister said. Real quick. Oh my gosh. That's what her sister said. Her sister went off. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So before I do my sip, I know how Kim feels about Kanye. So I wanted to just just troll Kim right quick with the Kanye oh. <laughs> sip. Oh gosh. Kim is annoyed at Kanye because Kanye wants seven kids and he's really like on her about having more kids. Oh. So she's like over it. She's been complaining to all these people, telling them, you know, he is oh he is out of his mind. He wants seven kids and he's stuck on these seven kids and he thinks I'm gonna have them. Which you already know, you know, the last one she didn't have because mm-hmm. of the whole she, she, she couldn't carry a baby anymore or whatever. Yeah. Kim Kardashian so, has been complaining to people. Yeah, it was in the news yesterday. Oh was it yesterday gosh. that I saw it? Yeah, she was talking to somebody in her rep or whoever. Oh. But my What's the Sip is for. She's canceled already. They've canceled her show. So I'll tell you the results already. But for Morgan Kelly. Megan she, Kelly? Uh, Megan Kelly, Morgan Kelly, Miss Kelly. Rat? She's on her show, her show. And she makes a comment that, you know, when she was growing up, that it was okay to wear blackface. She didn't see the problem when people wore blackface. It's, you know, Halloween right now and everybody's dressing up. And there was an issue or the talks about Caucasian kids or color, kids not of color painting their faces black with makeup or whatever it is. She says when she grew up in her town, it was okay and there wasn't a big issue. And to me, my first thought is, girl... She's a little younger than my mom. So I'm like, if even if my mom saw you and you were younger than her, she would have still punched you in your face. So you can't say back in the the 70s or the 80s, it was okay to paint your face black and everybody was okay with it. I think That's why somebody I... in her role or somebody in, in her, it, she knows better, girl. Yeah, no, she's, I she's feel made like a that comment before, all... though. No, I don't she's feel like any before. of that. Yeah, I feel like that was all just a ploy 
to either fire Megan Kelly or she was just over NBC or something. Because her show was not doing that great at all. And she she's made a comment before that was borderline like, wait, what? Saying back in when I was growing up in my town. And I'm like, well, maybe y'all were just racist Mm. in your town, girl. NBC knew who Megan Kelly was. (laughs) Megan Kelly was like this since she's been on Fox. Everyone Mm -hmm. knew she's a racist. Like that girl just wanted to pay out. I don't even. I mean, yeah, she she sounds ignorant. She sounds sounds like a fool or whatever. But uh, uh, I don't I don't believe it. I feel like that was all like a ploy or something for her to either get cashed Mm -hmm. out or for NBC to either fire her because her show was not doing that great ratings wise. Well, she's canceled. Mm -hmm. She's gone. Bye, girl. Thank God. Mm -hmm. They took that spot away from Al Roker. And Tamara, Bye, girl. Really? For Bye. that racist shenanigan? Yep. Mm. I'll be gone. So what, what's up with you, Kim? What's up? Oh, I just cannot. I cannot. <laughs> no, like, I cannot. Like, Al Roker and I think her name's Samron Hall or something. They've been working over there at um, GMA. Is that where? Mm-hmm. Or is it Good Morning America? I'm not sure. Whichever one, remember. bye. But they've been there forever, and they took that spot away from them to give it to her. That racist, racist little pig. I can't. Anyways, my what's a sip is the, the tragedy that happened over the weekend at the synagogue, where this senseless gunman killed 11 elderly people at their synagogue. Somebody was eight. Eleven. Oh wow! <clears throat> so and I saw a post that said, um, "Can you imagine somebody that a ninety-seven-year-old that survived the Holocaust was a part of it?" Like, yes. Uh, when I saw their ages, ninety-seven, eighty-six, I was like, "Wow!" What type of person? So it's not even what type of person. I'm like, enough is enough, and I'm gonna get to the point. Like, come on now, it's not people that's the problem; it's guns that the that's the problem, and the people that have access to these guns. I'm not one to take people's guns away, but I'm definitely one to say, hey, there needs to be stricter laws and things on There absolutely guns needs to be stricter laws. Absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely. Kids can't even go to school. Like, parents kiss kids, their kids every day, like, with, with the mindset at the back of their head, damn, this might be the last time I'm exactly. seeing my son or daughter. This is crazy. You say goodbye to your folks going to work and, like, Damn, exactly. This might be the I last had, time I had a good it. amount of anxiety after those school shootings. Like yes. every time, every time I see kids with their bags, I'm like, I don't want to. It scares me, and because it I'm does, even, I'm not even protecting me alone. I'm protecting everybody in my room. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like the fact that it's just gonna get over, and we're gonna save prize and thoughts and prize until the next one comes. Like America needs to do something about this, like, and do something fast. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important, guys, to vote. Vote these people in that are gonna hold. Oh, you know, hold them accountable. Like now, November 6th is right around the corner. Vote these people, the people that are going to make these laws that are going to help us. Come on. Um, if this isn't a wake up call, I mean, I don't know what is. I just don't even know what is. <sighs> All right, Black Business shout out. So, you guys, I um, came across this business actually here in Maryland called Zen in a Jar. Ooh. 
it's it's local, but I heard about it on other podcasts, and they've been at different pop ups. And when I tell y'all, it's amazing. I want y'all to go look mm-hmm. them up on Instagram. They she puts rose petals in it. You know, she has different flavors. She has body wash, scrubs, um, all type of different honey mist and everything. And when I say it's so, I haven't. I open. I haven't. I open the box, but not the package or anything. And you could smell it through the bo- through the package wow. wrapped up. It smells so good. So, um, Kim, I'll when I open it up, I'll bring some to work and let you smell it or whatever. And I will post it, of course, on Instagram for y'all to look at. So, please check her out. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. The person I, person I want to shout out, guys. So, in my head, I'm going to get married in a few years. <laughs> so, I have Speak to it. all my vendors. <laughs> Speak it. Speak it. So, uh, the person I want to shout out, um, the comp the. The black person I want to shout out is Reem Photography. Been following him um, for a while. He just for a while, um, and his engagement photos and just photos on a whole just makes me want to find a man just to take pictures. Okay, so y'all go follow Reem Photography on Instagram. I think he has a Facebook as well. It is phenomenal. As I said, I am a super fan of his work, even though he's never taken pictures for me, just pictures of my friends and stuff. So go ahead and look at look. Him up, ring photography. Yep, yep. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, all right. Well, guys, we have come to the end of our show. Woo! Wow, that's it already. Yeah, I know. Yeah, girl. Intense episode, intense topic, but hopefully, we touch someone out there. Mm-hmm. Or, and yeah. if anybody ever needs help, y'all can always DM me. I, as I said, I'm strong. Absolutely. Anxiety, depression, all of that. Like I've been there, done that. Going yeah, through y'all, or just email. I can definitely us. help you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you guys, we're we're always available. Yeah, hot chocolate even at yeah. Gmail. Absolutely, you can mm-hmm. hit us up there, Instagram, Facebook. Don't forget while you're there when you inbox us to like, subscribe. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> look at you know, and we will definitely get back to you and make sure that we're ta- yes. we're taking care of you guys and getting you the help that you need. You need. We're not professionals, but we can definitely get you to some professionals. Absolutely. Exactly. And as usual, right, thanks right. so much for the love. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.